Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Cheer Shots to the Cranium. I'm Stephen Goforth. This is my 2019 year in review episode. So buckle up and get ready to take a lot of cheer shots to the cranium because I've got a lot of great things I want to talk about that have happened in the year 2019. Before we get started, excuse my voice. It may sound a little hoarse today. I've been dealing with a head cold as probably a lot of you have had to deal with this time of the year. It's not fun. I think I'm on the, the downslide of it, thankfully, and starting to get a lot better. So again, forgive me if I don't come across as my normal self as far as my voice is concerned. And that's kind of delayed me from getting this episode to you a little bit sooner. I wanted to do it the last week of December. And uh, so uh, I'm a little late getting that out here. But I'm here nonetheless, and I'm here to entertain you. And I'm here to talk professional wrestling. As always, I want to hear from you. Let me hear your thoughts and your opinions about this episode of any episode that I do. This is why I'm here. I want to interact with you guys. I'm a fan just like yourself. And I want to hear from you, so don't be afraid to tweet me. It's Chair, the number two cranium, Chair Two Cranium on Twitter, and also you can DM me on Instagram and on Facebook. Same handle, Chair Number Two Cranium. You can also check us out on ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. Again, ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. There you can see a lot of archives, a lot of past interviews and past episodes that I've conducted, a lot as well as a lot of other cool links to wrestling-related sites. So make sure you check that out. You'll be thoroughly entertained, I promise you. Also, subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud. There's a lot of different platforms you can listen to Cheer Shots to the Cranium. Your support is greatly appreciated. Click that subscribe button. And also, be sure to give us a five-star rating. That helps us more than you can possibly imagine. And gets us out there so more people can listen to Cheer Shots to the Cranium. And you can also check out Chair Shots to the Cranium on OneWrestling.com. OneWrestling.com is one of the oldest and best wrestling websites on the planet right now. Mr. Bill Apter is an absolute legend in this business. And he continues to deliver some extremely entertaining topics and interviews that you can check out on OneWrestling.com. There's other things on OneWrestling.com such as the Raw score or the AEW score by Mr. Jay Shannon. And also... You can check out predictions made by Don the Predictor Murphy. He's going to predict all the major pay-per-views that are going to take place. You don't want to miss that as well. So OneWrestling.com, a lot of different things that will entertain you on there. You don't want to miss one of the best wrestling websites on the planet right now. Again, OneWrestling.com. So without further ado, let's head into the 2019 Cheer Shots to the Cranium Professional Wrestling Year in Review. Here we go. A lot of things happened in 2019 in the world of professional wrestling. I'm going to go over several things that have happened that I feel were the top news items in the year 2019. These aren't going to be in any particular order. I'm just going to rattle off some of the things that I kept up with during the year. And I made a note of that I thought, you know what, I think that's going to be newsworthy at the end of the year going back and looking at what I feel is a very historic year in professional wrestling let's start out with aew aew the birth of aew happened in 2019 i think years from now we're going to look back at this year and say wow what a year in professional wrestling not just aew but other promotions i'm going to get uh, into a little bit later in the show 
But AEW started officially in the year 2019. And so far, it has started out with a bang. I don't think AEW has disappointed anyone. Of course, AEW is not going to be perfect with everything that they do storyline and, and character development-wise. But they're learning. They're, they're starting out. They're, they're going to make mistakes. That's, that's to be expected right now. But AEW bringing in new blood, I guess you could say, for the world of professional wrestling. Giving us, as fans, another option other than Impact. New Japan, Ring of Honor, and of course, WWE. And I, for one, am very excited about the future of AEW. I don't think they could have really had a better year than what they had starting out as a brand new company. So AEW, cannot wait to see what continues to happen with this company. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, I, you wouldn't call me a mark for AEW. I like all wrestling promotions out there. I try not to favor one over the other. A lot of my news gets a little heavy towards WWE because WWE is the main wrestling company out there in the world, the biggest wrestling company out there in the world right now. But AEW, I'm a huge fan of it and uh, excited about the future that that company will have and what they will bring us on the platform of very good professional wrestling. So to go along with the debut of AEW, we had the debut of AEW on network television, TNT. It happened on October the 2nd, Wednesday Night Dynamite, TNT Dynamite, whatever you want to call it, going head-to-head -head with NXT. And every week I've tuned in to Dynamite, whether I recorded it and went back and watched it or I watched it live as it was happening and something that uh, I've been also very, very impressed with and how they ran their shows, how professional it comes across. Yeah, they had some auditory issues there for a while. May still have the same issues from time to time. Again, I think that's something that they're going to have to work through as a startup company, something that they're going to have glitches, they're going to have hiccups that occur during the production aspect of the show. That's to be expected. I don't think we need to rate them or to judge them too harshly on stuff like that other than those minor things like the auditory issues i've really been impressed with the production of it i think tnt has done a great job of advertising aew i could be watching something on tnt i see these commercials pop up that's huge for aew i think the partnership between aew and tnt is absolutely perfect and uh, I don't think they could have debuted uh, any better way on national television than on TNT, in my opinion. So again, AEW debuts on TNT October 2nd, 2019, a historic day in professional wrestling. In conjunction with AEW debuting on TNT, we had the birth of the Wednesday Night Wars. Of course, that's AEW Dynamite against NXT. My Wednesday nights have changed drastically, and I'm talking about for the better. I look forward to Wednesday nights now when it comes to professional wrestling, and I look forward to having AEW and NXT playing simultaneously on my devices and watching them at the same time. Now, that, that, that doesn't happen every week, unfortunately. I got things going on in my life to where I can't do that every week, but at it, it all possible, I'm playing both at the same time or I'm going back and I'm watching both of them at the same time from where I'm recording it. 
And uh, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't know how you feel about it. I would love to hear your opinions on the Wednesday Night Wars. But I'm so glad we're getting competition. And like I've stated in previous podcasts, it takes me out to the Monday Night Wars, where I was a big wrestling fan, of course, at that time. In my 20s, I'm going, I'm going to date my, my age here a little bit. And I loved it. I used to get together with my friends. We'd watch Monday Night Raw. We'd watch... Uh, Monday Night Nitro, and it was just an absolute great time. Order some pizza, have a few beers. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, haven't gotten there yet with the Wednesday Night Wars, but maybe one day. But I, 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 I'm so glad that we've got competition on the same night, and I, I couldn't be more more happy, not just for myself as a fan, but for all of you as fans. And, and not just, I'm going to go a step further from that, not just for the fans, but for the wrestlers. The fact that we have... They have options now. They have options with different companies. And uh, I think professional wrestling as a whole in 2019 has absolutely exploded. This year is going to go down as one of the best years for professional wrestling. And the Wednesday Night War certainly have contributed to that. Two thousand and nineteen was also the birth of a terrific show about pro wrestling's history that can be seen on Viceland, Dark Side of the Ring. If you have not seen or watched Dark Side of the Ring, you are missing out tremendously. They have debuted in two thousand nineteen several episodes that, as a wrestling fan, you will enjoy tremendously. I'm going to list some of these. I'm going to list all of these episodes now, so that maybe it'll entice you to go to Viceland and watch them. It's absolutely free. Just go to their website, Viceland or Vice TV. And I'm saying Viceland. I'm wrong on that. It's Vice TV, not Viceland. Did it not used to be called Viceland? I could have swore it was called Viceland, but maybe I'm wrong. It's Vice. ViceTV.com. ViceTV.com. Again, that's V as in Victor. I C E tv.com you can check out dark side of the ring so the episodes they have on there are the fabulous moolah the mysterious death of gorgeous gino the last of the von erics the killing of bruiser brody the montreal screw job and the match made in heaven the story of miss elizabeth and randy macho man savage every single one of these episodes are great and I highly suggest you watch them if you have not done so. Again, vicetv.com debuts Dark Side of the Ring in 2019. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure they've already announced that they're going to do another season of episodes uh, this year. And if so, I cannot wait to watch those. Again, vicetv.com, Dark Side of the Moon, debuted in 2019. Go check it out. The next thing I want to talk about for the year 2019 in professional wrestling is NWA, National Wrestling Alliance, expands with its YouTube show, Power. I'm going to be like a broken record here. If you've not watched this, you're missing out tremendously. They just had a new episode come out uh, this week. And uh, if you've listened to my past episodes, you've heard me talk about Power and how entertaining it is on YouTube. It's studio wrestling. It brings me back to when I was a kid watching on WTBS, NWA Wrestling, which turned into World Championship Wrestling. And I love 
NWA Power. I love the small studio atmosphere. I love how they put this show together. I love the wrestlers that are involved with this show. And it goes back to what I said earlier. This is also another option for these young men and women in the world of professional wrestling that make their career out of professional wrestling. And they have done a fantastic job with power. And I think the biggest thing I like about it, the, the, the thing I like most about it, I should say, are the storylines and how they continue from week to week. They make you want to come back and watch what's going to happen, what's going to unfold. They do a recap of the previous week. And it just keeps you involved in the storyline. They are um, debuting the NWA television title, bringing it back, which I'm super pumped about. I think that title, growing up as a kid, there were a lot of great championship titles during my lifetime. But there's something about that NWA television title that just had me hooked. I love it. it maybe it was the red strap because no other, you didn't see a lot of championships back then have a red strap. I love it. I love that belt. I'm so glad they're bringing that championship back. So again, check out NWA Power on YouTube. Go catch up on the previous season, all the episodes. Check out this season that just debuted not long ago. You will not be disappointed. Two thousand nineteen also saw the return of CM Punk. That is something I thought would never happen. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you thought the same thing. So we didn't get CM CM Punk back in the capacity that we we thought with him being back in the ring. But we do have CM Punk back in WWE. And he is on the show, FS1 show, backstage. He's not on there every week. But I can assure you the weeks that he is on there, it is very entertaining. So CM Punk makes his debut back in the world of professional wrestling in 2019. Has a lot of opinions, which, as you know, CM Punk does not hold back. And that's what makes CM Punk who he is and makes him one of the biggest and most charismatic entertainers in the world of professional wrestling because he speaks his mind and he doesn't hold back on it. I guess you could say CM Punk likes to deliver some really intense cheer shots to the cranium. We'll see what 2020 or 2020 brings for CM Punk. Hopefully it's an in-ring return at WrestleMania. Would love to see it against Seth Rollins. Time will tell on that. But at least we got him back in the year 2019. Another huge headline in 2019 was the women headlining WrestleMania for the first time ever. Some people may say that this was probably the biggest headline for 2019. And it's kind of hard to disagree with that. But of course, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey making history at WrestleMania as the main event. And as we know, it was the partial retirement or maybe full retirement, who knows at this point, of Ronda Rousey and crowning Becky Lynch as the champion, becoming Becky Two Belts. Tremendous match, as all of you know. And uh, again, something we're going to look back on many, many years from now and say, wow, the women headlined WrestleMania that year. And they did it flawlessly, in my opinion. So 
kudos to the women's division and congratulations to all the women out there in professional wrestling how this really skyrocketed the women's division all across every company in, in professional wrestling and i think it's definitely setting the stage for a lot of tremendous things for women in the world of professional wrestling and i'm thrilled to death and extremely happy for these women and uh, can't wait to see what else is going to happen in the world of women's wrestling To piggyback off of the women headlining WrestleMania, the women also made history in 2019 by being the first to compete in Saudi Arabia. We saw Lacey Evans against Natalia, and that was truly groundbreaking. And not only was, um, not to take away anything from the women headlining WrestleMania, of course that was groundbreaking in itself, but to compete in Saudi Arabia, where for many years, for a lifetime basically, Women were are, were suppressed or maybe continued to be suppressed in, in, to a certain degree in that area of the world. And these two women, Lacey and Natalia, broke humongous barriers by competing in a wrestling match. And it's so great to see where cultures are changing and people are changing the way they think and uh, broadening their horizons, broadening... Uh, the possibility of other people, women in this case, doing something terrific in this world. So congratulations to WWE. Congratulations to Saudi Arabia, the people of Saudi Arabia, and to Lacey and Natalia for this gigantic moment in professional wrestling. February 25th, 2019. That was the day that Roman Reigns made the Awesome announcement that he was in remission from leukemia. Of course, in 2018, he announced he was in a battle with leukemia. It shocked the world. And some of us thought that maybe he would not even return to the ring again. And for him to come back on February 25th of 2019, that he broke free of the submission hold that leukemia had on his life was fantastic. So February 25th, 2019, a day in professional wrestling history that all of us should remember and all of us should rejoice in. Roman Reigns defeats leukemia, continues to do so, and uh, hopefully he'll become champion again very, very soon. Another huge headline in 2019 was the end of Dean Ambrose and the rebirth and the rise from the ashes of John Moxley. Of course, Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, um, broke free of the chains that he was uh, and the shackles that he was wearing in WWE, the prison that he was in, and uh, reunites with the character of John Moxley, rises from the ashes, and brings back what I feel is one of the best characters in professional wrestling right now, debuting in AEW. John Moxley is setting the world on fire, doing what he does best, his own thing, not being told what he has to do, what he has to say. And I think that's why we're getting the best of him right now because he can be creative. He can be whoever he wants to be at this point. And he is able to explore his creativity. So John Moxley rises in 2019 and ends Dean Ambrose. 
A 2019 year-end review would not be complete without talking about the rise of Kofi Kingston. Kofi Mania. Kofi finally gets his time, his much-deserved time at the top of the world of professional wrestling by becoming WWE champion at WrestleMania, defeating Daniel Bryan. So many fans out there rejoicing in his victory. I was one of them. It was just a great moment to see him and his family in the New Day in the ring celebrating at the end of WrestleMania, something that a lot of us felt we would never see uh, considering the amount of time and effort and hard work that Kofi had put into this business and to see him finally get rewarded and to get his moment and to become WWE champion was truly, truly historic. So congratulations, Kofi Kingston. I hope we'll see another WWE title reign in your future here very, very soon. We also saw the return of Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff taking over Raw and SmackDown, respectively, as producers. A lot of people thought Eric Bischoff would never be back in professional wrestling again, but that was proven wrong in 2019. Paul Heyman given a significant role as producer of Raw. Of course, we also saw that Eric Bischoff got fired a few short months later, and the promotion of Bruce Pritchard into that spot, a producer of SmackDown. That was something that uh, had a lot of us scratching our heads, like, what the heck is going on here? Why even hire Eric Bischoff if you're going to fire the guy a few months later? A lot of people say he was a scapegoat uh, for the um, agreement with Fox, maybe to please the, the head honchos at Fox in case something didn't go right out of the gate with ratings. I don't know. Hated to see it. I was really excited to see that Eric Bischoff was going to be back in wrestling and uh, putting his twist on the storylines, but we did not see that. So far, Heyman is doing a really good job with uh, with Raw, and I hope we'll continue to see that. You can certainly see his thumbprint on the product. Paul Heyman is a genius. Paul Heyman is one of the greats and forever be one of the greats when it comes to producing professional wrestling. Uh, and so I'm really excited to see where Raw how Raw continues to develop under his under his reign. Bruce Pritchard, also a genius in the business and been around the business for a very long time. If you've not listened to his podcast with Conrad Thompson, I don't know where you've been, I don't know what rock you've been under, but you need to crawl out of it ASAP and listen to something else to wrestle with or something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard. Uh, Every time I watch or listen to an episode, I should say, every week, I'm dying laughing. Uh, There was one... uh, episode not long ago I'm, I'm riding down the road listening and i literally had to pull off on the side of the road because i was laughing so hard at those two guys tremendous podcast they do a wonderful job and he's continuing to do a great job on smackdown so again we saw the return of paul Heyman and eric bischoff even though eric bischoff was very short-lived but also the return of bruce pritchard to the world of professional wrestling back in wwe where i think he belongs and now the producer of smackdown NXT made their statement in 2019, not only by having their own show on the USA Network, but also by stealing the spotlight in Survivor Series. I was so happy to see them added to Survivor Series. Typically, we've always just seen Raw versus SmackDown, but having NXT in there made it a, a, gave it a completely different look. A great element added to that equation. And not only that, but they come out on top. They win the majority of the matches and made their statement in the world of professional wrestling. 
NXT is head and shoulders above everyone else right now. And that's a bold statement I'm making right there. A lot of people are like, are you crazy? What about Raw? What about SmackDown? What about AEW? What about NWA Power? What about Ring of Honor? What about New Japan Wrestling? I'm telling you right now, NXT is, in my opinion, far more superior in terms of entertainment than all of those. Triple H and his staff are doing a wonderful job. And the wrestlers on NXT are also doing a phenomenal job. NXT is the best thing going right now. And I hope they continue to to flourish. I hope they continue to thrive and continue to bring us that entertainment that they've done such a good job with in 2020. So NXT shines in 2019. We had some wrestlers make their official retirements in the year 2019. And I'm going to list those right now. Kurt Angle, Batista, Nikki and Brie Bella, and The Rock. Those are the most notable names that made their announcements that they are officially 100% done. I guess you can never say 100%. You can never really say that in the world of professional wrestling. But they have definitely made it clear they are done with in-ring action. And, uh, made, again, made that official in 2019. All of these individuals are either Hall of Famers or will be uh, future Hall of Famers. Batista, Batista's being announced for 2020. And uh, these individuals will forever be uh, linked to the world of professional wrestling. That goes without saying, really. Uh, the impact that these people have made um, is, is tremendous. Again, Kurt Angle, Batista, Nikki and Brie Bella, and The Rock making their official retirement announcements in 2019. Lastly, I want to talk about um, or mention some notable deaths in 2019. That's never a fun subject to talk about, but it needs to be talked about in terms of respect and remembrance of these tremendous individuals that impacted our lives in the most positive way possible. January 2nd, Mean Gene Okerlund passed away at the age of 76. February 12th, Pedro Morales passed away at the age of 76. March 4th, King Kong Bundy, age 61. May the 11th, Silver King, age 51. May 16th, Ashley Massaro, age 39. August 1st, Harley Race, age 76. December 14th, Moondog Rex, age 69. There were other notable deaths in the year 2019 that I'm not going to list today. I encourage you to go on uh, the internet, look those individuals up, pay your respects to them however you wish. But they deserve your respect and they will forever be remembered as some of the greats in the world of professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it. That is my year in review for 2019. I hope you enjoyed it. If I've missed anything, if I didn't talk about something that you felt was newsworthy in 2019, Please let me know. Shoot me a message. DM me on Instagram or on Facebook. 
or also tweet me as chair the number two chair two cranium on instagram twitter and on facebook also be sure to go check us out on our website chair shots to the cranium.com you can contact us through the website as well stay tuned for more episodes if you're not subscribed please do so we have new episodes coming down the pipeline here very soon we'll have the royal rumble predictions and also we will have those watch along episodes coming very very soon i know i've been talking about that for a while now but time has gotten in the way and not been able to do those but watch along episodes will take place in 2020 i promise you thank you as always for listening thank you for hitting that play button wherever you are thank you for your support it's appreciated more than you can possibly imagine and thank you for taking another cheer shot to the cranium <laughs>